Warning. The following contains massive spoilers for the designated series. Listener discretion is advised. You're listening to the Television Archive. Show where we, the television-loving hordes of the internet, take a deep dive into what used to be in our beloved medium. My name is Thomas Michael Clark, and this is Ruth. 1977 episode 3 creatively titled part 3 okay so we're done with the first era of roots the young Kunta Kinte stuff is done that arc is complete uh we will never see LeVar Burton again which is kind of unfortunate because I'm a LeVar Burton fanboy but whatever it's fine the show's still amazing without him. It's still the greatest show. It's still one of the greatest shows ever made without LeVar Burton. It's just, LeVar Burton was a nice bonus in those first two episodes. But whatever. It's fine. It's fine. Uh, that arc is finished. We are now into the adult Kunta Kinte arc. Which we'll talk about the remainder of this week. Uh, Kunta Kinte is now played by John Amos. Who, as much as I love LeVar Burton, he is also amazing. He is equally fantastic in this role, and I love him every second he's on screen. He just freaking nails it. So we're starting that, and damn, this, this arc is off to a phenomenal start. This episode is really, 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 really good, and it continues at this stage to be one of the greatest shows ever made. So, like I mentioned, some time has passed. We're now getting an adult version of Kunta Kinte. It's been nine years. Kunta got super buff at some point. Like, seriously. Like, he got, like, massive. Which I guess is the only fortunate side effect of a very, very, very unfortunate situation. Yeah, you you got sold off, and uh, you're owned by another person, and your life's no longer your own, and you get uh, constantly brutalized day in and day out and not treated like a human being. You lose all form of self, all form of humanity. But at least you got super swole. Good God. I laugh to keep from crying. (laughs) Look, I need some form of levity after... Almost making myself cry with yesterday's episode. So, yeah. But anyway, it's nine years later. He's chugging along. He's uh, continuing to work. Basically playing dumb. Biding his time until the right opportunity presents itself. And it does. Kunta sees an opportunity 
to escape and to find Fanta and to hopefully regain his freedom. And so you see him escape. You see him launch this epic stealth mission to the plantation. The plantation? What? To the plantation where Fanta is. To the plantation where Fanta's been sold. And he, like, hides out in a wagon. And then, like, gets out around that plantation he needs to go to. And he finds Fanta. And we get a reunion of Kunta Kinte and Fanta. And for a brief shining moment, it is wonderful. For a brief shining moment, everything is perfect. And then Fanta starts talking about how she is acclimated and how uh, she has been living and how she has sort of blended into this lifestyle so completely that she's she's no longer the person she once was. Uh, so completely that she's completely forgotten herself. Uh, completely forgotten her life. Completely forgotten who she is outside of being a slave. She has completely forgot her traditional African dialect. Uh, she only speaks English, only thinks English. Uh, she is just fully Americanized, fully Westernized. Uh, she basically let all the things happen to her. Uh, it is very heavily implied that she is, well, not implied, it's flat out stated that she has a regular rape session almost, uh, with one of the members of the white family that owns her. So she is constantly getting raped and is just okay with it. Like, she has fully... She's fully lost herself to this slave to this slave lifestyle. So she could stay alive, quote-unquote. So she could... So she could survive. But at a certain point, she was so concerned with staying alive that she forgot how to live. And it's heartbreaking to see Kunta, who through these nine years has kept up his spirit, uh, through these nine years has continued and continued and continued uh, to keep his Mandinka roots alive, to keep his Mandinka warrior spirit alive, and to keep his free man life a part of him and at a certain point Fanta just gave up uh, she only goes by Maggie which is now her slave name she only answers to Maggie uh, and when Kunta suggests hey let's go north let's be free let's live a life together outside of slavery Fanta reacts incredibly violently like, no, 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 no. We will not have a life. We will not survive. Uh, I want to 
be warm instead of cold. I want to be fed instead of hungry. Like, I want this. This is... She almost has, like, Stockholm Syndrome at a certain point. Like, she completely has given up any form of hope. To the point where she's almost glamorizing the dehumanization she has been through. It's a horrifying concept. The idea of being so brainwashed, of spending so much of your life in chains, the idea of relying on your captors so much that you just flat out are presented with an opportunity to be free and don't accept it. That idea is just, it's terrifying. I can't even imagine what that's like. It's so, so horrific and heartbreaking. And this entire sequence, it is so otherworldly devastating. And then, slave catchers catch up to Kunta. And he runs. And you get this big chase. And you want to believe he's going to be free. You want to believe he's going to get away. But this show has given you, has conditioned you well enough to know that's not how this works. This show has conditioned you well enough to know that any bright shining lights of maybe freedom are immediately going to be shattered. And of course they are. Of course these catchers capture him. They tie him up. And they cut off his foot. In this barbaric, barbaric act of inhumane punishment. They cut off Kunta Kinte's foot so he won't run away. Hey, remember in episode one where goddamn Slayer was talking about how, oh, they're savages, all of them. Savages, savages, savages. The word savages was being thrown around a lot. Uh, yeah. Kunta Kinte didn't cut off anyone's foot in this series. You know who did cut off someone's foot in this series? The guys holding him captive who put themselves on a pedestal and talk about how... These human beings, just because, you know, they look different and live a different culture, keep saying how they're savages, savages, savages. Uh, but they didn't cut off anyone's feet. You did. Look in the mirror, assholes. Just saying. Just a little observation there. I've passed sadness and I'm now just angry. This is why I needed to make jokes in the first two minutes of this goddamn discussion. Because moments like this happen that just... It pisses you off. Like, the horror of just this dude's foot getting cut off at some barbarian's whim just so he can't run away ever again. 
to remove any chance of, like, physically being able to attain freedom. And, like, comparing that to what was said just a couple episodes earlier about, like, oh, uh, the, the, the black people are savages and blah, 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 blah. And it's, like, just the hypocrisy of it. It's just... Oh, it pisses me off. It, it, it's just... It's raw anger that seeps out of me when I look at something this barbaric. And this is after nine years of lashings, by the way, that Kunta had to suffer through. You see very early on in this episode, like, there are scars all down his back because he's been whipped so many times. Like, just... I've, I've passed the devastation part and have just crossed over into anger. Uh, while all this is happening, by the way, uh, Kunta, Fiddler, a few others, uh, get sold off from one Reynolds to another. Uh, apparently, <laughs> the, the Reynolds we've been dealing with in the last couple episodes, apparently he owed some serious debts to his brother, couldn't pay him off, and... He used slaves to pay off the debt. He used Fiddler and Kunta and several others to pay that debt. They're literally exchanging people as currency. Just speak for itself. I'm I'm not gonna spend time on that. I'm just gonna move on. Uh, so then we get to this recovery period. Uh, Kuta's foot is cut off. Uh, he spends a few weeks deathly, deathly ill. Eventually wakes up to the realization that he can't run away ever again. Eventually wakes up to the realization that yeah. His dreams of running, his dreams of being free are probably dead. And he is crushed. That spirit that we've loved to see from Kunta Kinte. That spirit that's been the only thing keeping him have any form of identity. It's gone now. There's His hope is dashed. And you have people around him, Fiddler giving him crutches, uh, this, uh, new woman, this new woman we meet in this episode, Belle, uh, giving him these special boots, uh, that are, like, padded specifically for his damaged foot. And Kucha's like, no, 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 I'm never gonna walk again, I'm never gonna walk again, uh, I'm, I'm done, I have no hope. Like, my spirit's crushed. And Belle... By the way, this this ending is so great. And I love Belle for this reason. Uh, she calls Kunta out on his bullshit immediately. And is just like... Oh, I heard you're a proud Mandinka fighting man. I heard you're a big, badass Mandinka warrior. Uh, but, you know, I don't see any of that. Like, you can't even get up and get on crutches and walk towards me and show me 
uh, what a proud Mandinka fighting man looks like. Like, he just plays off of his Mandinka warrior pride. He plays off of his pride of his homeland, his pride of being a Mandinka warrior. She plays off of that. So perfectly. Just to get him to get on his crutches and attempt to walk. And initially, like, Pete falls down. He falls flat on his face. And it's just this horrible, horrible moment. But then he gets back up. He gets on crutches. He walks towards Belle. And immediately that fog that came over him uh, from seeing Fanta's individuality destroyed, uh, from having his own foot cut off, uh, from having that thing, that one thing that kept him going the entire time being taken away from him, the idea of him being free with Fanta. That cloud from losing all that goes away, and he's like, yes, I will learn to walk, and more than that, I will learn to run. So despite everything, Kuta still has hope. He still has hope that maybe one day he'll be free. And he can still chug along with that. Even if it's not with Fanta, even if that's been taken away, he can still think of a a day. He can still think of an era where he will have freedom. And that is... That is the best you could hope for in an objectively terrible scenario. That is the best you could hope for in this horrifying, horrifying life Kunta's living is for him to have hope. For him to have hope that one day he'll be free. And you know what? This episode ended on a happy note. So I think I can do my plugs and not feel like a terrible person. Yay! Uh, but yeah, seriously. This was a great episode. It was an amazing start to this new era in the story. Uh, and, man. Can't wait to go further into the adult Kunta episodes. Because it gets better. It gets even better. And it gets way more interesting and a lot more heartbreaking in certain aspects. And it's just brilliantly, brilliantly handled. I swear, like, the stuff that people like to reference is all very early on. But I genuinely believe this show gets better and better and better and better and better and better and better with every episode. Uh, it just gets more and more brilliant and more and more deep and more and more rich and more and more nuanced. Like, it's such... I keep saying this because it's true. It's one of the greatest shows ever made. Like, as devastating as it is, as hard as it is to watch a lot of the time, it is one of the greatest shows ever. Uh, And it's going to solidify that status more as we go on. I'll just say that. Uh, If you like this, favorite the podcast, anchor.fm slash TV archives, so that you can be here every single Monday through Friday as we go through every single episode of this and other shows. And you can find it on pretty much whatever podcast or app you prefer. Feel free to call in as well. It's simple as just a push of a button on the Anchor app. I'll play those on the show from time to time. If you feel so inclined to send those in. Follow me on Twitter and Instagram, TomTom4468, and support the show. 
patreon.com slash Thomas Clark. Pledge just a dollar a month. I appreciate everything I get through there. Or, if that doesn't work for you, you can also support the show directly via Anchor. I appreciate that as well. Uh, Tomorrow we will be discussing Roots 1977 Episode 4. Talk to you then.